0: Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning into this episode. This month, we're talking to Jeremy Gailey from our water admin team and Tim Goki from our dam safety team about the field work that they've done this year, about how the drought has affected the work that they've done this year, just some general updates. So we're going to break this up into two parts. Part one is going to be with Jeremy Gailey and part two is with Tim Goki. But yeah, thanks for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Around the Water Cooler with NEDNR. Today, it's me, Devin. And Alexa, I. And today, we have Jeremy Daly from our water admin team uh, just coming to speak with us real quick about uh, water admin activities for the year of 2023. I guess to get started, we've had quite the drought this year. And uh, because of that drought, field offices may have been very busy. Uh, what did a typical day for field office staff look like?
1: So when our guys get to the office every morning, we take a look at uh, all the data that we have available for us. So we'll pull up our computer and... Uh, look to see if there's any precipitation forecast, but probably the most important thing that we look at is our stream gauging website to see how much water is at each location. We're looking for, for different triggers to be met. We're looking at our gauges to make sure that uh, they've been measured recently, that there's not a shift that needs to be made or go uh, make a measurement. After we do that assessment, we, we kind of just uh, head out in all the directions that we need to and and do what needs to be done for the day. But but every day uh, is a new day. You never know where uh, a little uh, rain shower is going to hit, where uh, uh, someone's going to call for administration. So we, we just take it day by day in the summertime and, and hope for the best, basically.
0: Yeah, so to reiterate kind of what you're saying, so like, if there was a major rain event in an area that was experiencing severe drought, mm-hmm that could potentially change how much water administration you do in that area. Oh, no, for sure. Right? So
1: if, uh, if, for instance, we, we have uh, a closure where we've, we've issued closing notices in one of those basins, and if we get a great big amount of rain, we have to go and uh, verify that what we think is there is actually there. So we'll go out and measure flood water if that's the case, or, or even if it's just a, enough water to put us over the, uh, using air quotes here, over the hump where where the uh, junior or the calling irrigator is satisfied we have to go and make sure that, that they are indeed uh, made whole then with that rain. And then we have to chase down the, the other junior irrigators that we do have closed and issue them opening orders so that they can perhaps have a have a chance to irrigate them too.
0: So speaking of irrigators, we were just wondering, does the irrigation season look different from the beginning to the end for your team?
1: Uh, yeah, the, uh, every year is... is is unique i've learned after being here for for twenty plus years so at the at the beginning of the year things looked uh... pretty bleak actually in terms of the entire state of nebraska but uh... What we saw at the beginning of the year is the the Panhandle, uh, the South Platte River Basin, uh, starting in Colorado and on its way down to Nebraska, they actually ended up getting exceptional amounts of rain for the year. They were 150% to 200% of average uh, for, for the entire year, and much to the extent that in western Nebraska, we didn't have quite the water administration levels of activities that we expected. Conversely, on the other side of the state, it looked bleak at the beginning of the year, and it stayed pretty bleak at the end of the year. So Like our our Little Blue River Basin was probably the the hardest hit of of all the basins across Nebraska. So we we began water administration in the Little Blue earlier than we ever had before. Um, So we first issued closing notices for the Little Blue River Basin on June 13th. And outside of a couple different weeks where we had rain events that went through there, we were closed from June 13th basically to the end of August, which is the, the whole irrigation season. The Little Blue River Basin was a little bit better off. We were able to open a little bit more frequently throughout the irrigation season there. Then in the other portions of the state, we had the the Loop River Basin, uh, kind of centered around Ord and the Elkhorn River Basin. Uh, along the Missouri uh, by, by Norfolk, uh, for instance. Despite being in terrible drought conditions, we didn't uh, issue closing orders for any junior appropriators there until uh, the end of August for uh, uh, Nebraska Game and Parks Commission's uh, in-stream flow appropriations along the Platte River.
0: So now that irrigation season is over, mm-hmm. um, what are conditions looking like now? I see that you've prepared kind of a little bit of an update for us. Can you just kind of give us a status update?
1: Yeah. So, and I mentioned before the levels of precipitation out west, and we're still in a drought, uh, as you guys are probably uh, well aware of here too, and particularly in, in eastern Nebraska. And what we're seeing now with the rivers and with stream flow, the ongoing drought is really having an effect on uh, the base flow of the rivers. So if we, if we haven't got a lot of rain, uh, the the rivers are, are reflecting that, and they're staying historically low for this time of year. So as we as we look around the state, uh, we're seeing below, slightly below average stream flow flows to, to much below stream flows in, in different areas. This uh, looks to be uh, an exceptional El Nino year and in Nebraska that just kind of puts us on the dividing line. Kind of depends where the jet stream sets up to know if we're going to get a lot of precipitation or, or, or be dry too. So it could be a really wet winter or, or it might not. We'll just uh, take every day as it comes and see what happens.
0: That seems to be the theme for you guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We have to be flexible.
0: So since you said that the irrigation season in your year basically varies all the time, are you doing anything to prepare for next year?
1: Yep. No, we're we're definitely like the, the ants rather than the grasshoppers. We have to prepare for the worst every year. So we're gearing up to do uh, field investigations and adjudications throughout the wintertime here. But uh, as we prepare for next water administration season, uh, we, we just make sure that all of our contacts are up to date, all of our maps are up to date, um, all of our equipment in the field, um, anything that's uh, nearing its end of life before it does fail, we go out and, and make replacements. repairs on those before anything bad does happen when we absolutely need that data in the summertime. So, yeah, I guess you could say everything that we do outside of irrigation season is in preparation for next irrigation season.
0: Awesome. Thanks. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us for the update today. And I guess it's as a side note, stream gauging activities never really end. You guys go out there with your ice augers, so. (laughs) Yep, all
1: year round. Uh, We'll we'll all be out there and measuring the rivers uh, uh, at least once a month.
0: Yeah, so if you see some guys out there drilling into ice, either they're having a really good time and might be ice fishing or they're working so
1: depends upon the person if they enjoy it or not yeah all right
0: well thanks jeremy and um break time's over over. thanks for joining us for this general update from our water admin team and division head jeremy gailey tune into part two of this episode to get a status update from tim Goki. thanks